G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. And that's another reason why we know that Jesus wasn't born on the 25th of December, because the shepherds were not outside in the cold. Yeah. He was probably born around the end of September, early October. It's uh-huh. still really, really hot, yeah. and so it makes sense they would have been out in the fields. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. There's a common misconception that Hanukkah is the Jewish Christmas. It's easy to make this assumption because they happen around the same time each year. However, they actually have nothing in common with each other at all. Over the next few programs, we're going to learn how Hanukkah started, what is actually being celebrated, and what it means for both Jews and Christians in the future. It's a really um, fun festival, actually, a fun celebration. As you know, there are seven mandatory feasts of the Lord, and uh, we've looked at all of those. And just very quickly, there is the Feast of Passover, there is the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of Firstfruits, there is the Feast of Weeks, which we call Pentecost, there's the Feast of Trumpets, uh, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles. These are the seven mandatory feasts of the Lord. But there are actually other annual feasts. Actually, there's so many annual (laughs) feasts that the Jewish people celebrate for so many different reasons. But there are another couple that are mentioned in the Bible. One of them we've actually covered previously on Foundations, and that is the Feast of of Purim. Mm. Purim is a, a fascinating uh, holiday in itself. Yeah, well, as you say, we've studied it before, and it's all yeah. around the story of Esther because it's the time in Esther, uh, in the book of Esther, where you know the the Jews were facing annihilation; they were yeah. effectively going to be wiped off the face of the earth. But God intervened, rescued them, and they celebrated at at the time with this uh, feast of Purim. Absolutely, this it's, it's a great celebration. Um, in, in Israel, it's a time, I think, for just a little bit too much wine. <laughs> uh, it's a really fun. Actually, during Purim, they tend to dress up in costumes. It's not, it's similar in, in the fact that they dress up in fancy dress, similar to um, uh, Halloween, but it's not Halloween. Mm-hmm. They just dress up and have a, a, a long party. But then, of course, there is um, the mention of Hanukkah, although. It's not named Hanukkah mm. in the Bible. Well, in the New Covenant, it's uh, referenced in John 10 mm. and called the Feast of Dedication. But it's, uh, you know, I guess, the same festival. Uh, it's also known as the Festival of Lights yes, uh, in other places. But um, it is certainly referenced in the New Covenant there. And I think it's funny that you know, Christmas, all Christians celebrate yeah, Christmas. Yeah, we do. And yet it's not mentioned in the Bible. And yet <laughs> yeah. Hanukkah is. And yet we don't celebrate Hanukkah. So I'm not, I'm not sure exactly how that yeah, all works. Yeah, it's, it's a kind of a bit of a curiosity, really, in that there are all of these feasts and celebrations um, that God instituted for his people. And these other ones, like um, the Feast of Dedication, which we call Hanukkah and Purim, they're all mentioned in Scripture that most Christians either know nothing about, or if they do, they don't place any importance on them, mm. and yet the one of the main Christian celebrations that we have, which is Christmas, isn't even mentioned anywhere. I mean, the Gospels, of course, are not going to mention Christmas. They are the historical 
narrative of Jesus' yeah. earthly life. But even the uh, the rest of the New Covenant epistles make no mention of Christmas. I guess even the reality is that yeah, Christmas Day isn't Jesus' actual birthday. No, either. So, no, you know, no. There's, there's no connection at no, all. No, no, not at all. Not so at it's all. quite funny. But anyway, Hanukkah is mentioned in John 10. Uh, it's in verses 22 and 23 where it says, At that time, the Feast of Dedication took place at Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So it's referenced there as the Feast of Dedication, but yeah. this is actually uh, the festival that we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. You kind of go, okay, it's the Feast of Dedication, and it happened in the winter. Well, what is all that about? I looked up in uh, the Strong's Concordance to find out what it actually means by the Feast of Dedication, and Strong's Concordance describes it this way. It says, in particular, the annual feast celebrated Eight days beginning on the 25th of Kislev, which uh, more often than not occurs in the middle of our December, mm-hmm. usually, uh, it was instituted by Judas Maccabeus in the year 164 BC in memory of the cleansing of the temple from the pollution of Antiochus Epiphanes. Now, I don't know if you know much about the ancient Seleucid Empire. Uh, it was We would probably call that the Grecian Empire, which is not the same as ancient Greece. It's, it's a different boundary line, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and But he was a really bad guy, like really, really bad guy. And in the next uh, program, actually, I'll go into a little more detail about why he was such a bad guy. But the really, really interesting thing about Hanukkah, as I mentioned, it points to a past historical event in Jewish history. And it's very, very important because it... It gives us a look forward to history future as well to another historical event yet to happen that is actually going to happen just before the Messiah returns. And funnily enough, in eschatology, which is the teaching of end times, prophecy future, this particular event is referred to a lot. Mm. But most Christians have no idea that it's actually connected to the festival of Lights or the Feast of Dedication, or we call it Hanukkah, yeah. and this other ancient event that took place. So, John 10, okay, this is, you just read it out, is where Jesus describes him in that chapter, he describes himself as the Good Shepherd. And then, kind of out of the blue, you get this verse in verses 22, 23 that says, about the Feast of Dedication, it was winter. Okay, you mentioned uh, just a couple of minutes ago that in, in December, is not really Jesus' birthday, but we know mm. that December, uh, around the month of Kislev, is winter in Israel. It's freezing and it often snows, and so we know that Jesus didn't. Uh, sorry, the shepherds did not have their flocks out in the middle of the night in the middle of winter. Yeah, of course, it was too close, uh, too cold. So they would keep them um, indoors and warm. When I say indoors, I mean caves. Mm. Generally speaking, two thousand years ago. And that's another reason, one among many, why we know that Jesus wasn't born on the 25th of December because the shepherds were not outside in the cold. He was probably born around the end of September, early October. And having been in Israel in in September, October, it's hot. It's Uh still really, really hot. And so it makes sense they would have been out in the fields, uh, the shepherds, that is. So we know that um, his birth was not in December. Mm. So it was winter. And so I guess the question then is, why does the Holy Spirit want us to know 
that that feast was in winter because that's a obviously if it's in John 10 it's a significant point there's not a verse or a word in the Bible that's insignificant or has no um, importance you're right why is it important that they're talking about winter and that it was the feast of dedication what was the dedication remember I mentioned that Strong's concordance is describing a dedication of the temple after its pollution so how many temples were there mm. I mean, there was two temples. Yep. And Solomon's temple, which was magnificent, it had its dedication in the autumn. And the uh, Herod's temple, which was a magnificent um, edifice, it had its dedication in the springtime. And John 10 is telling us that there was a dedication and it was of the temple, mm. and it happened in the winter. So we've got two temples but three dedications. Yeah, that's curious. Yeah, and so it's pointing to a particular event uh, that had to do with Antiochus Epiphanes, who was the ruler of the um, Seleucid Empire. So, I mean, we're talking the Seleucid Empire. Remember, it was actually under Alexander the Great, and when he died, it split into four, and his four generals took each of the four legs, Mm -hmm. and uh, we're talking about the Seleucid leg, which was part of the Grecian Empire. Mm. And so it's in the next program we're going to have a look at what it actually was that happened and what led to this rededication. It's pretty exciting stuff. (laughs) It's also a little bit gruesome. But then in the, the very last program for Hanukkah, we'll look at what this particular event is pointing forward to. So that is all to come. And as mentioned in our next program, we are going to learn what led to the rededication of the temple in 164 BC. That's next time on Foundations. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.